This Houston Texans preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off. If you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP, that's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Well, Sean, we're we're still here. We're still talking football, and I'm I'm 100% football. I am 100% football at this point in my life. I can't speak. I can't speak to you. And we just completely went dark. I'm sorry. I'll figure that out. Why don't we bring on our, <laughs> what, what are we talking about, Sean? What are we, we, what are we here to discuss are here today? to talk about the Houston Texans joining us here to talk Houston Texans. You know, him from the MLB gambling podcast, the NBA gambling podcast, tons of podcasts on the SUPN network, the prop cast. He does it all moon off the machine. Manji what's happening. Moon off. Hey, what's going on, guys? You just kick a guy while he's down. Just bring bring on a guy to talk <laughs> about the you lowly Houston Texans. But Sean, before we get into it, I couldn't uh, help but notice over your left shoulder there, you have a uh, very very nice, uh, I guess, oh. memorabilia there. Oh yes, uh, Munoff actually the oh. first person to notice <laughs> because I had I had switched and and uh, apologies to Joe T. You will get uh, your book back on the bookshelf, but I'm holding a copy of Gray's uh, Almanac, the one. That was it that Biff Tannen got to dominate in uh, Back to the Future too. So, uh, and it's actually a real book, like with real stats. So, uh, 1950 to 2000. Uh, it's too bad it's not till 2022 because I think what it might tell you is the Houston Texans are back, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Whether you're betting the Houston Texans for or against them, or baseball, nice reduced juice, you can bet it all over at Win. Bet. That's right. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Oh man. And if you haven't gotten in already, make sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Uh make sure Fiddle you check out the dials. The ultimate fantasy football experience. For every $500 bet on sports or casino before the end of the month. You got a chance to win the ultimate fantasy football experience, including two nights stay at the Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. So again, you and your buddies are getting down on all these NFL futures. How, how about this for a guy's trip? 
Everyone goes, hangs out, parties in Colorado, gets down all your NFL futures. And then one of you guys lucky enough to win the ultimate fantasy football experience at the beautiful win sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present the state or play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 All right. Uh, Houston Texans. Ryan, I feel like we've probably tipped our hand already between the futures draft and and just coming in uh, talking about the, the Texans being a little higher than market. Um, let's, let's see how they've done the past couple of years. 2020, they were four and 12, uh, six and 10 ATS went under their win total eight and a half last year, four and 13 straight up uh, against the spread though. Eight and nine win total was five. So the under there, how did we do as uh handicappers picking the Texans? Uh, very middling. Eight and nine for me against the spread. Seven and ten for you against the spread in those Texans games. But uh, you know, I, I think we we kind of we were. What was we our were, what was our preseason? Uh, we were on? we were cheerleaders though. Yes, I feel like we were uh, our preseason predictions. Uh, funny you wanted to hear this, Sean. I was six and eleven, so I uh, unfortunately I was once again <laughs> bullish on the Houston Texans. You were a year ahead on the Texans. I was a year right? ahead, and Sean, you wouldn't believe it. Four and thirteen. Exactly. Oh my God. So we've done, this is our third team. And I think I'm off by a combined, like one game moon off predicted two, game. two and 15 <laughs> uh, moon off was just completely out. We're like, come on moon off. They might win four games. He's like, no, maybe they will beat the Jaguars at home. That's it. But, uh, but, our, but, our, game. but our big kind of uh, collective win was playing the exact result, but specifically playing a third fourth that w- was Texans yes. Jags just flipping the order. And we're seeing this again this year, Sean, I think when we were talking about the NFC North, just flipping the order, we had a plus 300 on the Texans to be third and a plus 400 on the Jags to be fourth. So that, that was a fun little cash for us. Nice. So uh, not too shabby. All right, let's talk big picture stuff. Obviously the, uh, the biggest move seems to be new head coach lovey Smith. Uh, what was your reaction when they hired lovey Smith moon we, we've seen um, <laughs> we've seen the National Football League or many other teams around the league go with a like a young mind, like a young offensive guy. Yes, at the head coaching position, right? We talk about the Minnesota hire. Uh, you know, we bright minds like Sean McVay and those type of guys. Nick Sirianni, Nick Sirianni. Yeah, you could sure throw in that guy in there. Dabes. Brian Dable, even <laughs> Brian so. Dable. Yeah, but the Texans just went completely <laughs> off the map here because of the the guys that they actually interviewed and were talking to. Like, oh no, it's all smoke and mirrors. We're just gonna go ahead and um, we're gonna go ahead and hire our old offensive, uh, or sorry, defensive coordinator, promote him to the head coaching position. Uh, I but, mean, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say that once the hire was actually made, you know, the, the fans were actually like, what the fuck? But, you know, we saw a lot of player tweets coming out supporting the hire of Lovey Smith. So I think that is something that was, I guess, a positive move for the Texans with all the shit that they have dealt with over the past two years with Deshaun Watson and the front office. I mean, maybe they just like the barbecues. Yeah. Maybe they like the vibe. I mean, I get it. They didn't win a ton of games last year, but did the team have fight? 
Yeah, they played for their head coach. I mean, Ryan, I the whole coaching staff that, is the same. That last week uh, uh, of the season parlay where we had the the Jags money line and the Texans mm. money line parlay together mm. would have paid us like thirty k. It was it was insane. What a run! And and the Texans were in that game against the Titans. Like they they did seem to play for Cully. They just seemed a, a few players short. Um, to me, Lovey Smith is like the you know the rebound uh, girlfriend or whatever, or the the rebound after you get that divorce because you know you know you're not going to end up long term with Lovey Smith, right? Like I just don't see it. I like Lovey Smith. I think he has a decently high floor, but I just don't see any ceiling case. This like, is the take. The take is you. It's the wrong. The Texans probably should be bad again. Yeah. Uh, but this is the Texans. So that this is like them, like Cully, like one more step on Cully. Let's maximize. Let's bring in some vets. Let's you know. Let let's try to win next year. Absolutely, absolutely. Lovey Smith has a high floor and a very low ceiling. Yeah. And so it's it's a very intriguing proposition because again, what we said thirty to one is the division. And, and when you just like the idea that a single team could be 30 to one, the idea that a team that is going to try to win, right? This is that yeah. football guy vet lovey Smith is, is brought in to win games and he's not capable of winning 12 games, but could he win uh six, seven, eight games? You know, like this is where it gets, I think this is the Texans are the somehow someone said to the, to the, the masses and this team sucks. This team's tanking. And I don't know if like it's it couldn't be further from the truth. Don't how, tell that to these Texans. How you could think th- that the Texans are tanking when they ke- they kept they the did, whole team together? They, they did lose Philip Lindsay, which I mean that guy's oh, just a straight dog. dog. I miss. Well, he Phillip. hasn't been good in a while. I know. I know. I, maybe in the guy, guy runs hard. Um, I do think the Lovey Smith uh, thing you question. I guess the positive though to me, uh, they bring in Pep Hamilton as their offensive coordinator, which I would imagine. Lovey Smith is just turning over the keys completely to Pep Hamilton, who I think is probably like an underrated uh, guy, especially at the offensive coordinator position. Had some good run with Andrew Luck back in the day. He was a quarterback coach for the Chargers for Herbert's rookie year. So I, I Moonoff, I see you're shaking your head. I, I assume you're kind of quietly yeah. psyched about Pep Hamilton, and maybe there's a world where hey, he just runs the offense, Lovey runs the defense, and kind of you know does everything else, and and maybe they do. End up growing as an offense. Yeah, and that's the point I was exactly gonna gonna make is that it just feels like that this is that Lovey Smith is kind of a placeholder until Pep yeah. Hamilton is ready to be the Houston Texans head football. Oh yeah, coach, maybe that's right. It. And last year he was, I believe he was the passing game passing game coordinator and the uh quarterbacks coach. Now they're bringing him uh, into the offensive coordinator position. Maybe you have Lovey Smith for this year, possibly next year, and then when maybe they think that Pep Hamilton is ready to be the head coach of this football team. That's where they make him the official head coach of this team. But yeah, we're excited about Pep Hamilton down here in Houston. That was one guy that we wanted to have back on this coaching staff in some form or fashion. And now he is your offensive coordinator. And like you just mentioned, he's worked with guys like Andrew Luck. I'm not saying that he'll turn Davis Mills into that type of guy, but <laughs> Davis Mills was, he was pretty good uh, yeah. you know, towards the end of the year last year for the, or throughout the season for the Texans last year. Well, the two things that Justin Herbert and Davis Mills last year had in common is that Tyrod got hurt, putting them on the field <laughs> super early. And I do think that it speaks to his his ability as a coach to to work with the player, be have 
have some success. I mean, Davis Mills, I think graded out as the number two rookie quarterback last year. So yeah, I mean, you could make a case, and he had way less than some of the dudes who graded yeah. out worse than him. And so, it wasn't like the whole franchise put everything behind yeah. Davis Mills. But it was me, like, yeah, no, let me go further though, because I think the, I think the Pep Hamilton, like, yes, he he was at Stanford. He's part of the you know Harbaugh Shaw coaching tree, whatever. Uh, actually got to start at a uh, Howard fun fact, but did you know Pep Hamilton was part of the evaluation process for Stanford when recruiting Davis mills? Mm. This is a by I design didn't, didn't move by Pep Hamilton. Not only that he had a chance to leave. He had multiple opportunities to leave this off season. He chose to stay to quote, continue what he's working on with Davis mills. Now that's a great quote. It shows, it shows that he saw something, you know, if you're an OC, you know your job security is going to be tied to the quarterback position. If he didn't see a dog in Davis oh. Mills, he would have he would have completely bailed. And one, you know, you might say, "Hey, what kind of experience does he was also a head coach?" Pat Hamilton already has head coaching experience. Sean, the XFL, the Defenders, yeah. of course. But I think all of like something to be said about the stability in the coaching staff. Uh, no, we're now two years removed from Bill O'Brien. I think that mm -hmm. matters. And I think uh, lastly, th there's no, like Davis mills doesn't have someone breathing down his enormous neck. It, it's it's, <laughs> this is his opportunity. And I think we kind of like the receivers. We, we kind of, we kind of like the, uh, the young running back they brought in I a mean, blank on his name. It's kind of a good Damian uh, Pierce. Damian Damian Pierce. Pierce. And they brought in guys like Jerry Hughes. They drafted Stingley. Uh, they drafted a safety in the second round, a linebacker in the third round. Like lovey Smith's going to have this defense playing. Okay. And the thing that actually popped out to me is their offensive line was like average last year. Yeah. Tunsil's like a legit left tackle in the NFL. The fact that this team is being spoken about in the same way as some of the really bad teams in the league and being spoken about as a team that's clearly tanking, I just don't think you've looked at anything on this roster. No. Nothing about this roster says we're trying to win three games. Everything about this roster says we're trying to win seven games. Like Yeah, no, uh Tunsil had a point eight percent blown block rate uh before he tore that thumb ligament. So good. if he comes back, he's healthy. Um, they drafted uh, Kenyon Green in the first yeah. round as a guard. Maybe that's an overdraft. And, Who and cares? Maybe, no, I'm just saying. Like, maybe it's not like quote draft capital of the best, but should should help the O line. It's that weird thing where he might not be the best use of, like you said, draft capital and long term prospect, but he's going to be on the field producing. He's going to be a day, day one, one starter, I would imagine. What about what about John Mechie? Of course, uh, you guys drafted him pretty high. In the uh, second round, there he's coming off an ACL injury in what it was a SEC championship game. So yeah. he, I, I was digging in. It seemed like maybe you know, of course, he's getting all the he's blowing by all the uh, yeah. check marks here. But what do you, what is your thoughts on uh, what's the local buzz there on whether Mechie will be ready for Week One? Yeah, um, I haven't read too much into that if he's going to be ready for Week One or not. But I mean, uh, I, I think that the I guess not. I guess you can say the positive is that he's a young guy. Like he can yeah. bounce back sooner from a injury like that than maybe some an older guy. But I think that one of the concerns the, the fan base also had here is that we needed skill position guys. Like the wide receivers were not very good uh, post DeAndre Hopkins, right? I know we extended Brandon Cooks. Uh, we have Nico Collins coming back in the second year, and you also drafted John Mechie. So there's a lot of speed on this offense, especially at that wide receiver position. 
Um, so we're excited for it. Uh, you know, I hope that uh, Mechie is uh, back sooner rather than later for this Texans team. You guys mentioned Jerry Hughes. Fun fact, he was in my high school graduating class. Ooh. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's great. And 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 to Kramer's point, you add Stingley. Okay, that's obvious. Yes. That should I don't see how that doesn't help the defense. Uh although Lovey normally has like a zone thing and, and Stingley's more of a man cornerback, but I'm I'm sure he can figure it out. They drafted him though. Yeah, no, it's I know. It's not like Lovey Smith's getting stuck with a guy. Like he obviously his, has a yeah. plan. And and let's not act like Lovey Smith didn't participate in, in a complete revolution, like a complete changing of the way teams were playing defense for a while there. And like his defenses were just lock it up. And perhaps it's just the game has passed him by, but I I'd be willing to bet that lovey Smith can put a, I know his unit wasn't very good last year, uh, but you know, with some upgrades, maybe they, they won't be horrible. And I'll actually go super hot shake. I, I Mechie will not be back. I, I think there's a chance Mechie uh, is on the pup as well. Yeah. I think maybe like um, uh pup for six games and then but, like maybe yeah. a Rashad Bateman type season. Um, and there's but, no reason to rush them either, right? Yeah. Because we know they have like Chris Connolly on the roster, Philip Dorsett. They have some guys who could randomly step up. The thing I would say is just from a Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins standpoint, how many teams in this division have a clear, better top two pass catching threats? It is weird because, I mean, uh, you know, Titans obviously aren't the same pass catching wise now that. Um, now that uh, no. AJ Brown, is Robert up. Woods, and and you know uh, Traylon Burks uh, I, can't well, get on the we field. We can't name him until he does. He, he, does yeah, he has to do something. I guess you would say uh, the Colts pass catchers. Pittman probably. and who? Well, yeah, exactly. No. So I, 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 I I'm I'm <laughs> so high on the Texans this year. It's disgusting. I, I just I I don't. People are you all right? So everyone is saying, oh, look at the Jags. They have an easy uh, easy schedule against passing defenses this year. That's a reason why we're high on Trevor Lawrence, right? Doug Peterson's going to come. Davis Mills has a similar thing. The schedule is tough, but they do play easier pass defenses. And, and you know, I, they I think play the, they play the Giants. They play oh, the Eagles. Oh, so. oh, wow! So they they have a couple tough. That's games. That's it. No more guests on the team. <laughs> All right, should we uh, should we get into let walking me, through their schedule? Let here? me make sure I don't have any sweet uh, sweet. It, I mean, it's worth noting the Football Outsiders, the nerdiest of the nerds. They literally are projecting eight seven point nine wins for this Houston Texans team. When I saw that, <laughs> I got so aroused. I'm like, wait, I'm, this is not just a hot take. They, they could actually win this division thirty to one. Are you kidding me? All Texans right. dropped only twelve passes uh, last season, lowest <laughs> in the league. So that uh, again, great nugget. Just a fun little uh, nugget to toss in there. All right, their 2022 betting odds, courtesy of WinBet. Win total four and a half. And you're getting plus uh, 100 right now on the over, uh, minus 120 on the under, uh, to win the AFC South. I'm seeing we'll call it 30 to one uh, to win the AFC, 110 to one to win the Super Bowl, 300 to one, plus 875 to make the playoffs, minus 1667 to miss the playoffs. I, I you know, Woo. we'll we'll walk through the schedule, but I think uh, I I just don't think they should any team really in the NFL should be 30 to one to win the division, especially when there's not like, it's not like the chiefs are in the division or you know, the bills or, or even the Packers. Wait, so like who is the, let's just really quick talk through this. The Titans Could Davis mills be the best quarterback in the division by the end of the year. Yes. Well, Matt, <laughs> old Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill without AJ Brown. Uh, we don't know Trevor, Trevor Lawrence might just suck. 
There's a lot of so Matt Ryan has already been on the decline and, and is old as fuck. Yes, Ryan Tannehill very clearly is starting the decline, and Trevor Lawrence isn't even on his vehicle yet. So I mean, Davis Mills <laughs> graded out better than Trevor Lawrence last year. He's a better quarterback coming into the year, and yet everyone is sucking off Trevor Lawrence just because fucking visor man Doug P showed up. I don't get it. All right, uh, ready? Let's get to it. Let's start ta- walking right. through the schedule. All right, so I uh, love it too. At or home at Indy to start the season at Denver. That's always a tough spot. At Chicago, back-to-back road games early in the season. Chargers at home. Ooh. not the easiest start, but you know what? You know I'm down on the Bears, <laughs> and you know I'm high on the Texans. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say upset special. I I say watch out for this Texans team. Watch out three and zero. They could wow. start three and zero, but I'm You're a maniac. But I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go two two and two early. Okay, Moonoff, what do you got? First four. Uh, let's go with. I want to go two and two. I, I feel like it's gonna be a competitive week one game. I let's go one and three. You know they're gonna beat the Colts week one, even yeah. though the Colts have had their number. You know they're gonna. Beat you know the what? Colts. I'm gonna say two and two because I think I could see them randomly snaking the Chargers. Didn't they beat the? Uh, they beat them last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I yeah. I think they randomly match up well against the Chargers. Mm. And you want to talk about inside knowledge? Uh-oh. Pep Hamilton getting the inside scoop on Justin Herbert. I think that could be uh, a possible win there. So again, I'll go two and two. Feels like a bit high. I should because I'm already leaning over coming into this. I got to remind myself <laughs> to be a little stingy. Not me. Not being stingy at all. <laughs> at Jacksonville, early bye week. NFL trying to screw over the uh, Houston Texans. Maybe it's due to their involvement in uh, Deshaun Watson's uh, oh, no. never-ending search for a masseuse that that <laughs> fit him. At Las Vegas, coming after the bye, Tennessee at home, Philly at home. Hmm. So the the Philly game, um, you know, as much as I know, the Eagles will definitely win that game. No, that is tough. A non-conference road Thursday night game is sandwiched between Pittsburgh and Washington is, is always kind of a tough spot for any team um, at Jackson Titans at home. Again, I think they, they could be competitive against the Titans Raiders. That might be a tough one for them. I'll say, man, do I say two wins again? Are they favored in well, what's the? They're not favored in any of these games, but the Jags no, and, that's the ten, and the Tennessee. Tennessee will be favored by a decent chunk there. Yeah, I well, mean, no, maybe not. Tannehill. Maybe if Tennessee gets off to a slow start, or if the Jags get off to a, if if the Texans are two one and, and two, I'll go one and three. They could be a favorite in Jacksonville. I would not be shocked. I'm I would gonna, be surprised if they're favored against the Raiders. Going one and three. I'll let Moonoff go first uh, before oh. I weigh in. Ah. Uh, they're they're bringing the Eagles for sure. I'll say that. Oh, no, Week nine. Okay. They, they have. Why those, did those, I? Why did I do that? The, those sweet red helmets that they're going to be playing. Uh, the that they're debuting this year. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go two and two here. I think they beat Tennessee and uh, Philly. Okay. They, they just have a stretch. Philly goes or Jacksonville. Philly has a stretch where they play at Arizona, Dallas, bye week, Pittsburgh, then at Houston, then it's Washington at Indy. Going to win them all. I'm just saying there's a, that's a, that's an ultimate sandwich spot right there. Yeah. I'll go. Oh man. I want to give them two wins. I really do. Moon off. You went one and three, right? I'll go. Uh, yeah. I'll go one and three. Or you were good. All right. Yeah, I'll I, go, I gotta go one and three. I'll go one and three. Got him three and five. All right. Next up 
at New York Giants. Washington at home. W. w. At Miami. Those Ooh. are always tricky in the humidity down there in the summer or in the winter. And then Cleveland <laughs> at home. Two and two. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, Watson now this revenge really, spot. Interesting. And again, the NFL is telling you. We the NFL told you what was going to happen with the Baker Mayfield trade by making it week one, and the NFL is telling you by making this December fourth, uh, Browns Texans that he that Deshaun Watson will be playing in that game, uh, revenge game for Deshaun Watson or revenge game for the Texans, yeah. uh, who maybe. I don't know. Are Texans fans mad at Deshaun Watson? I oh would. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would imagine so. But like, fuck that guy. I'll go two and two here because I think between the Giants, uh, Commanders at Aww. home, Dolphins, I think they can pull out two wins, and and I think they're going to give. Uh, you know that Browns game could be their Super Bowl, so Gi- I think they'll get up for Giants it. Giants will be off their bye week, so that's that's not a, a great schedule spot for them there. For the Giants, yeah, no, no, the Giants are coming off their bye. No, but now, oh, now this is teams actually lose su- off their bye. Super and Texans are off that Thursday night game against the Giants as well. Yeah, so they'll be good. And then Miami is also off a bye in this section. Uh, if, if you're keeping track, but of that the teams kind of coming off a bye, uh, it, it actually weirdly hurts them now. Like if you look at ATS stuff. Because they used to on the bye week, they used to still be able to practice. But now with the the new collective bargaining agreement, if you look mm. at the the past couple of years, teams coming off a of bye, ATS, it's not it's not a good it's not helpful. It's not what it used to be. I would curious to see what uh, teams ATS is going into the bye as well. Like it's a, like a like a getaway game. Check it out, or are they like, hey, let's go all in, get this W before we get into our bye week? That'll be interesting to see. All right, so at Giants, Washington, at Miami, uh, Cleveland. I'll say they get two there. Yeah, might, I'm might going. Be a bullish error. I go one again. I'm going two and two. Yeah, I'm going two and two as well. I'm, <laughs> I'm very, very certain they have December fourth circled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on their on their don't. There's no doubt. I, they're gonna want to go in and win that game. For All right, sure. we we got a tricky spot here. La- last at, five at da- at last four at Dallas. Last five, right? At Dallas, Kansas City, at Tennessee, Jacksonville at home. Oh man, one in three. <clears throat> that yeah, they're gonna be Jacksonville. That's one and three for me as well. Yeah, I got two and two. Really? Yeah. Oh, is it a cowboy thing? Dallas. Yes. Come on, Ryan. It's gonna that and and I if it if they didn't have Cleveland the week before yeah, yeah you're right I'll uh, go one and three I think it's gonna be a letdown spot for them I'll go one and three not so officially talking, picking the Cowboys talking but. some sense into me and then the final game bonus football at Indy week set week eighteen will this be for a playoff spot <laughs> I got them sitting at six and uh, probably not for a playoff spot they got six I have them at uh, six and. 10? 10. I got them six so, and 10 as well, right? I, I'm going to have them. I guess. Th- do they lose to the Colts then? Do it, Ryan. Do I have them at six and 10 as yeah, well? Yeah, you do. All right. Yeah, I'm going to say loss to the Colts at home. Yeah, me too. Well, six and 10 feels like a good prediction for the Texans. Yeah, I think it's a loss as well. So six and 11 for me, six and 11 for Kramer. Moonoff, I feel like, what are you, five and 12 maybe? Uh, Moonoff's five and 12. Even the rational Moonoff the machine. Uh, had them over, uh, over, over four, four and, and a half. half. Even the, I even mean, the, you could only go in one direction with this team. I mean, last year <laughs> defensively they were absolutely atrocious, and it now. And I think last year with the whole Deshaun Watson situation was a distraction as well. Right now it's he's yeah. out of the building. They sell the lawsuits at least from the Texas organization perspective. The the elephants out of the room now. Just go out and play. Just go out and play football. 
All right, we're going to talk uh, some other futures we like for the Texans. You know, your future is bright when you use IP Vanish. And even better when you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. 70% off their yearly plan. It is the premier VPN. Again, if you're doing uh, streaming stuff, you want to hide your location, IP Vanish is great for that. You can use it on unlimited devices, it doesn't uh, slow you down at all. You can add it to your tablet, your phone. Great for when you're traveling, hopping on some sketchy Wi Fi. And a 30 day money back guarantee. IP Vanish, lead pipe lock. When it comes to internet security, ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right. Um, what are we doing here? Uh, how how big do we go on the on the future market, Ryan? Because they're three you, to one week one. At home. Really? Three, three to one week one. So I'm already <laughs> I'm already putting together a little round robin oh. money line parlay Get with some dogs. Get that in there. It's gonna it's gonna be Texans, Bears, oh. Trey Lance, a six point road favorite. Get the fuck out of here. Uh no thank you. Uh, as far as Houston uh, though, shit. I'm gonna put a small sprinkle on them to win the division at thirty to one yeah. just because I think it's mispriced because I just don't know why Tennessee, Jacksonville, I, like it just seems like they're they're going to be way closer to even with some of these other teams full, full, than completely a thirty to one long shot. Yeah, the full division odds are Colts minus one twenty five, Titans plus one seventy, which I don't get that price at all. Uh, Jags plus seven hundred. Why are the Jags and the Texans not the same? Texans plus three thousand. Yeah, I mean what, what, Texans like, and Jags similar talent level. Um, I mean, I guess I could see why you're slightly higher on Doug P. Uh, as a head coach than Lovey Smith, but not a thirty to one versus seven to one difference. I mean, yeah, I get it. Trevor Lawrence was drafted number one overall, but we we didn't see anything out of Trevor Lawrence that warranted him being number one overall last year, right? I mean, it, you know, and certainly, okay, yeah, it was a bad year. Urban Meyer sucked. You can make a ton of excuses for him, but they shouldn't be that big of a favorite against a team like this. A team like this that can kind of, I think, win some close games. Like they can probably win some ugly games with some decent defense. Going back to Munoff's point, I think my biggest worry about them is they didn't maybe do enough um, on the offensive side to add some explosive playmaking. I mean, I like the Mechie pick, but again, how much is he going to be able to contribute this year? That's yet to be determined. I do like Nico Collins making a step up the next year, and I do think. Cooks is reliable, and maybe you do project some growth with Davis Mills and his buddy Pep Hamilton in the same system. And th there actually is some consistency on the offense. Maybe improve the offensive line. So that's how you can kind of project them to be slightly better. But it would have been nice if they would have added maybe like one more explosive receiver, uh, yeah. running back, something like that. And and maybe Damian Pierce ends up being uh, someone that they can get a lot of work out of. Um, he's certainly interesting fantasy wise. Brandon Cook's always interesting fantasy wise. Damian Pierce well. to have over four hundred and a half regular season rushing yards. Oh, what's and that? and the Texans to be a wild card seed is a hundred to one. Oh my God! All right, <laughs> yes. All right, I'll write that one down. Co-sign that for me. You see what we're doing here, Houston just, to be. Wait, what if they win the division? Does that somehow like void I it? Think we might. That would be hilarious if that's how you lose the bet. Uh, yeah, that might might actually be trouble there. Uh, the other one I found just from random props is you can actually play uh, any Texan player to go over and uh, basically any player have a thousand or more receiving yards is minus one ten. 
Brandon Cooks mm. has never not yeah. had a thousand yards receiver. He's just a, that, that was going to be my plays. That Brandon Cooks, I see that nine nine hundred fifty and a half. I mean, oh, last that, two seasons oh with God, the Texans, yeah, he's had thousand receiving yards uh, in both of the seasons with them. So Munaf, you're on the over. You like uh, Brandon Cooks over receiving yards? Any other future plays uh, you like here? Um, there was not much to my liking. I mean. I know the rookie of the, or maybe defensive rookie of the year mm. uh, with Darius, uh, sorry, not Darius here with, uh, uh, with Derek, Derek Stingley Jr. Um, he, I think he is a third favorite. I believe it's around what? 10 to one, I believe uh, for him to get that award. But other than that, I mean, I just feel like this is going to be a year for the Texans where trying to get another top five draft pick, continue building this team. But I, I do, I, I think that they can at least get five wins on this season. Kind of how we walked through. I mean, in the last year where they only won what three last year uh, in a year where we talked about the whole Deshaun Watson stuff and front office issues yeah. and fans rioting and stuff like that. But <laughs> I, I think that over there's just a good value on that over four and a half for the Texans. Well, yeah. And and you're great, getting plus money. Too. Well, great time to remind people as well. Deshaun Watson last time he played a full season also only won four games. So, yes. I mean, yeah. and that was with JJ Watt on the, on the field too. <laughs> and DeAndre Hopkins some, too, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Oh man. Bill O'Brien, real, real <laughs> national hero. All right. So uh, I'm on the over four and a half small sprinkle on them to win the division 30 to one. And then uh, them to make the playoffs, Damian Pierce to have over 400 yards at a hundred to one that Ryan threw out. Uh, I'm That's co-signing fun, right? that one as well. Yeah, I mean, I I like Damian Pierce's over just because I think they haven't priced in what I think his workload's going to be yet. Um, so I like that. And then you're basically taking yeah. an even money bet, tying it to them to make playoffs, which is eight seventy five, and you're getting uh, hundred to one. So I think that's pretty good value. What about you, Ryan? Anything else that we haven't hit on? Uh, I mean, yeah, thirty to one on the division just feels like you got to stay. I, I almost am intrigued to also play the. I know this is probably all just relative burning money, and I should put all my money on the win total. Of course, I would be remiss to not remind you, like a great tout, I got a much better price earlier in the <laughs> summer, bitches. I'm sitting with a heavy bet on Houston over four. Houston over four plus one ten, I believe, is the bet, which is crazy. I would, I mean, how high do you play the Houston win total? Oh, and do you you play over at five? Do you have the adjusted win totals? I see a five and a half uh, adjusted win total. I believe it was plus two fifty, but let me double check that here. That's so because yeah, I think I think five and a half over. I still like it. I mean, we walked through, and I tried to be conservative-ish. Yeah, Yeah, but I I also I don't know if I'm ready to say this is a this is a team that. I'd, I'd play the, I isn't like, I'd almost rather just play the win or make the playoffs at nine to one or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, then, then dabble with pushing it too high. Cause at what point they make the playoffs with nine wins, probably 10, I guess you probably need 10 wins, 10 wins guarantees you nine. Well, especially the AFC. I think the AFC, you may need 10 uh, this year. Yeah, to get so in. Uh, if you want it. <laughs> Under three and a half is plus one eighty five. Yeah, what Munaf said, five and a half is plus two fifty. That's that's intriguing. I, I do think what's that pushing it a full full point full full win north, and that's a much better price than we've gotten on some of the other ones. It's a better price than pushing it the other way. Yeah, and there's been. I also want to throw this out there: if you are able to find a rushing yardage total on Damian Pierce, I believe that, and the buzz has kind of been around Texans camp is that he may emerge as the every or every down back for this team. So 
I know you have Marlon Mack there. You have Rex Burkhead, but I think there's been real steam behind Damian Pierce um, in, in, or at least the early reports of voluntary workouts and things like that, that he may be the guy for this Texans backfield where this backfield last season, I believe was the worst uh, as far as rushing yards per game. So you might want to take a look at that. If you mean Pierce might be a nice shot in the arm for them. You can play that anyone will rush for a thousand. Like if any single player rushes for a thousand yards on the Texans, seven to one, man, so many good Texans bets out there. Should we write that one down too, Sean? I'm not going to officially, I feel like I have enough on this on the, uh, all right, fine. I'll throw that one on there. Uh, Houston thousand yard rusher seven to one. Yeah, I got it. Right. That's just yeah. kind of like a that that to me is just like a little long shot on on Damian Pierce there. So isn't that the whole point of the betting on the Texans? Yeah. Here, here's another one I'll throw at you guys. Derek Stingley <laughs> Jr. Defensive interceptions is set at one and a half at even money. I kind of like the over on that. I mean, you're the number on three the overall season. pick. Yeah. And he's gonna be the everyday starter. Like, I mean, that's why you drafted him number three overall. So this secondary cannot get any worse. And We've seen the news and and the the scouting report on this guy. He he's a he's a ball hawk. So two interceptions. I I, I think he yeah. I mean that. he had six his freshman year when he really balled out. Um. Yeah. So I, I'm over one and a half feels like comically low. That's why I'm yeah. that's why I'm scared about it. But uh, to your point, yeah. I mean. I guess I guess the only counter is like, are they going to throw to Stingley's side at all? Yeah, he's a rookie. That's true. They're going to try and pick on him. He's going to make a couple plays. Yeah, I mean they they do play Carson Wentz, uh, <laughs> so maybe just gets it done in that in that two uh, in that game. He gets. Oh, two. that'll be I, great if he has two picks of Matt Ryan game one. Oh man, yeah. it's going to be so awesome. All right, yep. so I I have us oh so many bets over over five and a half adjusted division. <laughs> uh, do we also have make playoffs? Well, let's not get carried away. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. No, that's too I, much. Uh, <laughs> okay. I I like my portfolio. Division, right now, and then I have then we have the the, the hundred to one on yes. the Damian Pierce four hundred rushing yards and Texans to be a wild card. Yes. We have seven to one that any Texan player rushes for a thousand yards. We have over Cooks nine fifty receiving yards. We've over Stingley one and a half interceptions, and I think we threw out if you can find a Damian Pierce over on rushing yards, uh, yep. take that as well. Although that's seven to one for him to go over a thousand is pretty. I mean, if he that that's less than you think. It's like seventy yards a game, Sean. Do the math. I'm, I'm Lovey Smith likes to run the ball. I'm doing the math. Remember Matt Forte? Oh yeah, I think uh, Texans really the ultimate play over four and a half wins. <laughs> Get that over sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet w y n n b e t. And hey, if you guys want some free merch, we're giving it away. All you gotta do. Take a uh, screenshot of your review of the Sports Gambling Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Submit it in the app. Again, the SGPN app free. Just click the contest tab. Submit it there. We're picking winners every Monday, aka Merch Monday. Check out Moon Off, MLB Gambling Podcast, uh, Propcast. Got some more podcasts coming. Putting the team on his back. And uh, follow him on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Sean, our first yes. over of the season. First so over of the season. Congratulations to us. I thought we were supposed to pick every over like Colby and the college uh, football experience. You know, we're doing it wrong. We're doing it wrong. Uh, real quick, yes. da- Damian Pierce to have the most rushing yards in the NFL. What <laughs> what? Oh, no. Is that also 100 to 1? 250 to 1. 250 to 1? 250 to 1. All right, we got to stop this podcast. I got to get down <laughs> into the bets.
That's worth a pizza bet. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Over, baby. Kramer, let it ride.